0: It's hard to resist the call of the Alps and the stunning views from its mountain trails and villages. But there are also so many elegant and entertaining cities in Switzerland that it's a challenge to pick just one or two to visit. Cities whose names might remind us of major diplomatic accomplishments and sports competitions. For my travels, I'd have to say my favorite Swiss cities are Zurich, Bern, Lucerne, and Lausanne. I've asked Swiss tour guide Miriam Graub to join us now to share her insights on the cities of Switzerland. Miriam was born in a small town in German-speaking Switzerland and now lives in the French-speaking city of Lausanne, where she's also been working as a translator. Miriam, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. So you're
0: you're a small-town village girl. Yes, I am. (laughs) So you grew up in the wonderful mountains of German-speaking Switzerland. The country is broken into many different parts, German, French, Italian-speaking. When you looked at the big cities from the village as a small girl, what did you think?
1: Wow, everything went so fast. (laughs) The rhythm of life was just so much faster. I have a memory of visiting Zurich as a little girl, and I did not walk fast enough, so somebody pushed me aside.
0: <laughs> Is that right? Because yes. you were in a village where life was not go, go, go.
1: No, no, it wasn't, and I was not used to it.
0: I've got a friend who's a school teacher in a little tiny village in the Berner Oberland, and he would take his school group into the big city, and it was like going to another world for them.
1: It's That's just true. a couple hours away. Yeah, it is a different world. I can still um, hear people from the countryside when I visit them telling me about the city's different and what they experienced in the big city, and we talk about it like that.
0: So Zurich is sort of the big city of big cities, and Zurich has a nickname I, I think it's really fun, Zu Reich and Zu Ruig.
1: I've never heard the second one. It's Too it's, rich it, and
0: too quiet. Yes.
1: So um, people
0: who want a more crazy city, they go somewhere. Zurich is a, a formal city. People are serious about business.
1: Yes, it is the business town of Switzerland.
0: What is the reputation of the people that live in Zurich?
1: You want the honest one or the one that's the marketing? <laughs>
0: Give me the... We'll find the marketing one when we read the tourist <laughs> brochure. Give me the honest one. What do people think about the Zurich?
1: Quite arrogant people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thinking always about money, mm-hmm. business... Mm-hmm. And, yeah, as I said... It's sort of
0: the hard-hitting financial capital. It's it is. like Wall Street.
1: It is. Like, yeah. if you
0: if you wanted to have one city that was just Wall Street in Switzerland, yeah. I suppose it would be but Switzerland. But it's called
1: Bahnhofstrasse. It doesn't sound as impressive Bahnhofstrasse.
0: So you walk down <laughs> Bahnhofstrasse today, you see a lot of banks.
1: You can see a lot of luxury boutiques, and then you come to and this is where you have all the Swiss banks together okay. around one square.
0: And in front of the jewelry stores, you have flower boxes that are actually barriers to keep thieves away from their cars, so you can't crash through the wall and grab all the jewels. Yes, It's all Swiss. It's all careful. It's all secure.
1: Yes, but you don't see it. It's a flower box. It's a flower
0: box. Yeah. But it's a fortification. So what else would you find if you went to Zurich as a visitor?
1: Yeah, if you look beyond all that uh, busy part, you will find a very charming old town very near to the city center. It's called Niederdörfli. Mm-hmm. It was a village long, mm-hmm. long time ago.
0: Because Dorf means village. I know that much in German. So that's, when you see that word, it's a hint.
1: That's right. Okay. So yeah, that's a very charming part of Zurich. And
0: Zurich, like like I think every city I can think of is is on a lake in Switzerland.
1: Yes, there is the lake of
0: Zurich. So you have romantic walks.
1: You have very beautiful walks along the lake shore. And there is also a river going through the city. So like in almost every Swiss city, you can jump in the river and just swim down, let you float down, and then
0: you reach the lake where you can have a swim. You can do that in Zurich. In Zurich as well. Because I've done that quite famously in uh, Bern, the capital. Yeah. Talk about that—we walk up the river and burn.
1: Yes, we walk up the river and burn, and there are so many people doing the same. Everybody already wearing swimsuits, so you're in a crowd of people wearing swimsuits. Hiking up
0: the river (laughs) from the city center, the Capitol building is just overhead. Yes,
1: and then at some point you will just jump into the river,
0: let the river
1: take you down to the city center. And you will have a very beautiful view on the parliament building of Switzerland that you will see from down there. And this is not just
0: the people from the youth hostel or the the students. This is everybody, Everybody. even even the legislators and and the politicians.
1: Yes, there was an Instagram post this year from a Swiss politician that uh, took a selfie in a swimsuit and (laughs) posted it. And then somebody from the U.S. replied, I think it was uh, perhaps Saturday Night Live, Uh saying, Wow, <laughs> what a nice life Swiss politicians live! In the it. lunch break, they can go swimming in the river. <laughs> and then
0: you have to never. I've done this before, and you have to be careful because you have a pole to grab, and the river goes quite quickly. And if you don't swim over to that pole, you can miss the beach and go all the way down.
1: Yes, that's dangerous. So please, if you try. Go out, and the first sign says go out. There's <laughs> going to be a second one say, a co- uh, saying go pre- out, really? <laughs>
0: let's pretend the first one is the last one.
1: You have to pretend.
0: And if you miss that, you've got one more chance. Two. Okay, two. Phew.
1: To make it sure but that uh, everyone gets out. Okay. But please, please grab the first you could, one. You
0: could also go all the way up to Lake Toon and get in a rubber life raft. And then you have an afternoon floating down the river.
1: Yes, and what is perfect is, well, either you take your beverages, your beer or lemonade. So we're having a floating party. Yeah, and you take them, um, you put them in the water and you just take them with you so it's always fresh. Or there are a lot of little pop-up bars.
0: Along the river. That
1: you can't reach when you walk, but only by the little boat and you can go there.
0: You dock and you get yourself a drink and carry on. Yes. Swiss people know how to have fun. Who'd have thunk?
1: Yeah. We are not very (laughs) known for that, but we can be fun too. We can be
0: fun for that. (laughs) Now, Bern is an elegant city. This is the capital, and it's built in a very tight bend of the river. Very logical, because you had fortification, a, a moat on three sides. Fortify the one side, and you put your cathedral and your government center right there. And today, it's beautifully preserved, because, what, 600 years ago, they decided no more wooden buildings.
1: Yes, because there was a fire. And because everything was built together, the houses being very close, well, mm-hmm. the fire destroyed a huge part of the town. And it was a very wealthy town at that time. So they decided that every building from there on had to be in sandstone. So not only in stone, but in
0: sandstone. So there's a uniformity that's four or five centuries old, it's and it's just—it's a gorgeous city. It's remarkably well preserved, and from a traveler's point of view, you get off at the train station. It's at the top of the peninsula. You have the main street going right down the middle of the peninsula to the bridge that crosses the river, and then you have the bear pits. Yes. Why the bears?
1: Well, the bear has always been the symbolic animal of uh, Bern. That means they have kept bears from the beginning, living bears they thought would be their lucky.
0: My favorite memory of Bern is going up to the top of the spire of the church in the cathedral. And there's a man that lives up there. He's the the bellkeeper, the city watchman. He takes care of these bells. Have you been up there for that?
1: I don't take groups up there because there's so many stairs, but it's so worth
0: it. What's um, it like? What do you experience when you go to the top of the bell tower?
1: Well, it gets the more and more narrow, uh-huh. and you get just a beautiful view. And then you have these bells that are the biggest bells of Switzerland, <laughs> the heaviest ones. and With
0: massive clappers.
1: Yes, they're huge. <laughs>
0: I have never seen anything like it. And this Peter, I think his name was, I don't know if he's still there, but he would swing that clapper and he'd swing it, and it would get bigger and bigger. And when that thing finally hit the bell, my whole world was shaking. It's one of those experiences you never forget. Swiss tour guide Miriam Grobe is telling us about the natural appeal of some of Switzerland's most interesting cities right now on Travel with Rick Steves. Amanda's ringing in from Chicago. Amanda, have you enjoyed any uh, urban travel thrills in Switzerland?
2: Yes, I have. I'm a lawyer and I spent about a third of last year working in Zurich. So it gave me the chance to spend my days doing that very, the more austere businessy side. And then after getting to the old town and getting all of that fun, traditional Swiss stuff, I had the chance with the colleagues I met there to go find some more restaurants that were unexpected for Zurich.
0: Unexpected in how? My favorite one
2: was a place called Frau Gerold's Garden, which is A beer garden that has all of your kind of things you would expect a beer garden to have but was made out of shipping containers and ferry lights like a little west of one of the train stations and Ah. just a completely unexpected for
0: Zurich. A beer garden in Zurich called Frau Gerald's Garden. Miriam, do you know about this place?
1: I do. I've never been there, but you can see it from the train when you arrive to Zurich because of the ship
0: containers. (laughs) So this is a kind of trendy new food place I think and uh, when you travel in Switzerland you've got all sorts of energy that way in the big cities and each city I think has its own sort of uh, energy after dark when it comes to dining out.
2: Yeah, it's a very fun location because it's a mix of younger people, little older and just, it's full of you know, kind of Swiss term, the you wouldn't expect.
0: Amanda, did you find it uh, affordable or Switzerland can be frighteningly expensive?
2: Definitely pricey. Um, I had the benefit of being on a work trip that meant I got to expense things. Um, But it definitely is much higher than the norm. So for a long stay would be hard, but on a short trip, if you plan wisely.
0: (laughs) It's a good reminder that there's some fun, there's some uh, creative, trendy, foodie places that you can check out, especially in the big cities. Amanda, thanks for your call. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Miriam Grobe about great cities in Switzerland. Miriam, let's just finish with a few words about Lucerne and Lausanne. When we go to Lucerne, it's famous for its wooden bridge. What do you think of as far as the attractions of Lucerne?
1: Lucerne is the most picturesque city. It is the postcard town of Switzerland. The wooden bridge has always these red flowers Mm, uh, on it that Switzerland is so famous for. And there is this beautiful old town. There's also a lake, a view on the mountains. So it has all the ingredients of Switzerland, as we
0: imagine it. Being on the lake is so nice, and then you can walk over to the memorial to the lion, which was a memorial to the Swiss mercenaries. It's a dramatic sight. When you see the lion carved into the rocks, what does it mean to you?
1: I have a personal history linked to that lion, because uh, on my mother's side, we are from Lucerne, and so I traveled a lot to Lucerne when I was uh-huh. a child, and We always went there. My mother took me there to have a look at the lion. We loved it as a child, and I didn't get it. I was always wondering why it was dying, because it is. Uh, It has spears, piercing the the body. And uh, yeah, it it was kind of frightening. It's a
0: memorial for 700 Swiss mercenaries who were killed, right? Uh, Defending the French king and queen.
1: That's true because... Uh,
0: the, the, the Swiss were hired to be mercenaries. We know about the Swiss Guard in the Vatican, but they went to all different places.
1: The Swiss Guard in Vatican exists because the Swiss were so famous for being good soldiers. Right. And they uh, worked as mercenaries. They, uh-huh. they were, it was a very poor country oh, until okay. a few uh, centuries ago. So what was very dramatic was that some people from Lucerne had to fight against people from their own canton. So that means that the people were mercenaries, were paid... Oh, that's so sad. So, yeah. poor
0: boys went away to fight, uh, and oftentimes they end up fighting each other.
1: There is one very, in Switzerland, famous moment when um, near Milan in Mm -hmm. the northern Italy, there were two armies. um, Both were mercenaries from Switzerland, and there were different counts that were fighting each other. They both had their Swiss armies, and they ordered the Swiss armies to fight, and they refused because they didn't want to fight.
0: (laughs) This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Miriam Grobe. We're talking about Swiss cities. Uh, The last city I want to talk about, Miriam, is Lausanne, and it's in the south on Lake Geneva or Lac Laman, I think you say in Swiss. And Lausanne is interesting because it has two zones. It's got a lake zone and a up-on-the-hill zone.
1: Yes, Lausanne is built on the hill. So you have only one road, and I mean literally one road that is flat.
0: So but people must be in good shape. Spend we are
1: in perfect... I live in Lausanne, so I <laughs> we, we are in perfect shape. There were statistics about who were the women in Switzerland who had the nicest legs, and guess who won?
0: Lausanne. Yeah. Well, there's a payoff for having to hike all those steep roads then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get exhausted going there to update my book and visiting all those places, but it is worth the hike because there's beautiful sights to see in Lausanne. There's a the, metro. Down on the, oh, there's a metro that connects. There's a metro like that the, goes you, up and in, down. In fact, when you know how to use the public transit, it really works like a Swiss clock. And uh, just when the bus gets off, you go to the elevator, you have the escalator, you have the funicular, and before you know it, you're lakeside. Yes. And when you're lakeside, it's like a wonderland, this Lac Leman. It's so beautiful. Across that is the French Alps. And then uh, on the lake, we have the Olympic Museum.
1: So we have the uh, Olympic Museum, and this is also the boat station. So we have a beautifully restored historical boat, steamboat.
0: Uh Mm -hmm. It's a lovely excursion on the lake. You could go over to um, Chateau Chillon.
1: Yes, you can take the boat and directly reach Chateau de Chillon, and you will see the wine yards that Mm. are along the lake shore. Swiss wine. Swiss wine, surprisingly good. Only white wine ever. You, can you know,
0: people don't know Swiss wine because not much is produced and it's not really exported very we much. We keep
1: it for ourselves because keep we it like ourselves. it. <laughs> I look forward to the Swiss white
0: wine when I'm in the French part of Switzerland. I drink beer in the German part of Switzerland, but I drink the local Swiss wine when I'm in Yeah, the, in come and the, have a French glass part. with me. <laughs> and then there's also a fascinating museum in Lausanne filled with art done by people who were locked up because they were considered criminally insane.
1: It is a very special place. Um, It's called Arbrut, and it is the first museum of that kind in the world, the biggest collection. And this is very, very emotionally intense art, beautiful, because these people were locked up, were considered insane, and they produced a world, a universe of their own. And you just walk through this place. Um, I go there so often and it's an energy in there that is incredible.
0: I find it inspiring also. This is Art Brut, B-R-U-T.
1: Yes, and uh, really um, it is inspiring as well. It's not only depressing, it's touching. It touches us in a very deep way. It's
0: thought-provoking because who's Mm -hmm. crazy anyways, you know?
1: This is what the founder of the collection said. It is not only the the art of the, the crazy because... To produce art in itself, you have to be crazy. A great
0: example of some of the surprises you'll find when you get out of the Alps in Switzerland and check out the cities. We've been talking about Zurich, Bern, Lucerne, and Lausanne. Mariam, let's pretend I'm your guest, and you're going to take me to one favorite experience in each of these cities. What would we do in Zurich?
1: So, in Zurich, I would take you to a church called Frau Münster, it's in the heart of the city. In front of it is a little garden, a little lawn. Uh, you can relax, enjoy a look, a view on the river. You would be quite alone, even if it's in the heart of the city. And you can might even have a look inside, where uh, you discover a piece of Marc Chagall.
0: A stained glass window by Marc Chagall. Yes. Sounds good. Take me to Bern and show me one special thing.
1: In Bern, you must have the best Swiss gelato. Mm. We also do gelato. <laughs> <laughs> we are surprising.
0: Where would I find that?
1: Um, you go down to the Matte quartier. That's a neighborhood called Mathe. And it's the uh, Gelateria di Berna. The Gelateria di Bern. Um, the, it,
0: gelateria di Bern yeah. the, the city gelateria. You okay. can't miss
1: it. There's a huge file on a huge a line. A big line of big people. Line. The,
0: the most All popular the gelateria. Okay, let's go to the city with the famous wooden bridge on the lake. The city of Lucerne.
1: There, um, you have to join me um, for a tour on a pedalo you know what it is?
0: No, what's a pedal boat?
1: Um, this is one of these little boats, uh, like, like a bicycle. Oh, a yeah, yeah, bicycle
0: on the, on the yep. lake. That sounds fun. A good view of the city from the water.
1: Yes, because you have the perfect view on the mountains and on the city back. You do some sport. You can jump in the lake to have a swim at the same time.
0: So. Be, be careful of the old-fashioned steamers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the big boats are coming and going. I love that dock Happened there in Lucerne, which is going to all ports along the lake. Mm-hmm. Beautiful excursions. And finally... Down in the south, in the French-speaking part, on Lake Le Mans, what would we do in Lausanne?
1: We would enjoy a glass of wine, of white wine, just a few minutes from the city center in front of an art museum that is called Hermitage. And there's a park. We have a beautiful view on the lake, on the city, the historical center. There's a little bar, very nice. We enjoy a glass of white wine and have a look at the sunset.
0: It sounds like the Swiss people have some beautiful parks in their big cities. Yes, we do have. Miriam Grobe, thanks so much for a better understanding of urban Switzerland.
1: Thank you for listening to me, and willkommen in der Schweiz.
0: Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.